Hello everyone and welcome into Yelling from the Couch. I'm Brent Humphreys and on this episode it's a week two of the NFL preview as myself and Gage Bertovich will pick games like we did in week one. Uh, just a fun time to come out here and pick the games and see who we think is going to win. We had a good little conversation going over all the week's games. Uh, thank Gage for coming back on to the podcast this week to make his picks. And we'll be right back after this with me and Gage Bertovich making our picks. Thanks. This time I'd like to welcome in Gage Bertovich to come on here this week to preview week two of the NFL season after the first week last week. Not a good week for either one of our teams, Gage. No, it was not. And thank you for having me back. I love doing this pick on stuff. It's so much fun. But like you said, not a good week for either of us. And it was pretty disappointing on both accounts. Yeah, it was. Uh, neither one of our offenses decided to show up in week one. No, Just very disappointing. At least, you know, my starting quarterback didn't get benched. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, and you know, eighty-two yards isn't the best for the highest play, paid uh, player in the NFL either. So, <laughs> no, not at all. You can only go up from there. That's all I could say. So, <laughs> at least you really hope so. And if not, there's a problem. <laughs> yeah. So week two started last night with the Minnesota Vikings falling to the Philadelphia Eagles, thirty-four to twenty-eight. The Eagles had a 27-7 lead on the Vikings at one point in time. Uh, the Vikings turned the ball over four times uh, on fumbles. Uh, what did you make of that game last night, man? You know, for being prime time uh, and having Kirk Cousins do as good as he did, I think we were all surprised by that. Yes. Um, but I expected the game to be a blowout in favor of Philly. And at first it looked like it was going to be, then it ended up – actually being really close and Minnesota might have actually been able to close it out if you know Madison didn't fumble Jefferson didn't fumble um the uh, punt return guy didn't fumble you know if they cleaned up those mistakes they might have been able to pull one out over the Eagles yeah and and you know this is you know might want to you know, ring the alarm here for the Eagles fans but uh, that's two games in a row where they've had a big lead on a team and they've almost squandered both of those games away. Yeah, and, you know, they did great on the ground. Uh, you had DeAndre Swift, I think, had like 157 yards or something on 23 touches. You know, that was great. But then you have on the sideline Jalen Hurts and A.J. Brown kind of going at each other and Nick Sirianni having to break them up. So I, yeah. don't, know if, I don't know if it's early trouble for the Eagles or what's going on. Yeah, I, I can imagine Brown may have been, you know, frustrated that maybe uh, Devonta Smith got more touches or I don't know what was going on there. But, yeah, that stuff right there, they don't like to have out in public like that. But there's some trouble somewhere there with the Eagles, and we'll see how that affects them for the rest of the season. It's crazy. Yeah, I think they'll get back on track. Like A.J. Brown, he should have had two different touchdowns last night, but both got called back on penalties. So, I don't know. I think they'll get on track. Just for some reason, they're starting out in a little bit of hot water here to begin the year. 
Yeah. And we'll see where they go from there. You know, there's still a lot of people's favorites to, to go to the Super Bowl. Uh, I actually picked them to go to the Super Bowl last week on this show. And, uh, you know, I, I expect them to probably get it back on track. But they may have a little rocky road here for the first little bit of the season. But by the end of it, they'll be ready to go. And hopefully for Philly's sake, they're able to turn this uh, ship around and get going to what they were doing last year. Yeah, uh, already starting off 0-2. It's uh, not the best start that they could have hoped for, especially after uh, dropping the first game, you know, a game that you thought that they would win, you know, against Tampa Bay. Mm -hmm. Uh, So last week we made our picks. Uh, I went nine picks and uh, you gauge you went eight and seven almost right there pretty close there were some surprises so i'm glad you were able to keep track of that and you know eight and seven is a lot better than what i thought i was gonna do so that's over 500 i mean (laughs) (laughs) it's not a losing record uh so uh this sunday uh First one we have up here, the Green Bay Packers will travel to Atlanta to face the Atlanta Falcons. The Falcons are a one-and-a-half-point favorite. Are you liking that matchup? Wow, one-and-a-half-point favorite for the Falcons kind of surprises me. Um, after seeing Jordan Love in action last week, I was very surprised, um, even with having Christian Watson out, uh, the kid balled out. And the Falcons, you know, they have some key pieces. They have some stars. I just don't think they're going to be, you know, that good team this year. Maybe in next season or two. So, for right now, I'm going to take the Packers and, you know, obviously go against the one-and-a-half-point favorite there. Yeah, uh, the Packers really surprised me last week with Jordan Love coming out there and playing as good as he did in his first professional game as, you know, as a full-time starter. Uh and Atlanta, you know, they played pretty good, too. Uh, Jesse Bates, former Cincinnati Bengal, had an interception. And, you know, they, you know, Ritter, he didn't play too I think – but they did play the Panthers. So, I mean, you know, <laughs> wasn't the, the toughest opponent. Yeah. So, I will uh, I will agree with you here, and I'll go with the Packers as well. And, of course, they'll cover that, you know. Uh, I think they'll, they'll – in Atlanta – yeah, the next game we have up, 1 o'clock, the Las Vegas Raiders travel to Buffalo to face the Buffalo Bills. The Bills are an eight-point favorite with the over-under at 46-and-a-half. Who are you liking this one? Yeah, I know the Bills didn't have a great showing offensively uh, this past Monday against the Jets, but I think this coming week they'll pick it back up. I think they'll really start to mold kind of like they did last year. Going to take the Bills, and I'll take the eight points. I don't think the Raiders are that good to keep up with the Bills. I'm going to agree with you. After Monday night, uh, the Bills kind of squandered that game away, especially with Zach Wilson in instead of Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. The, you know, they, they, that's a game that you can't lose right there. And they, they went out and they lost it. I mean, Josh Allen, three picks, all to the same guy. Yeah, I think he'll. They'll get it turned around this week, and I think they'll win. And I think they'll cover as well. So I'll take Buffalo. All righty. The next 1 o'clock game, Baltimore Ravens 
travel to Cincinnati to face the Cincinnati Bengals. The Bengals are a three-point favorite. Who do you like in this matchup? This one, oh, man. After watching the two teams last week and seeing, obviously, the Bengals not doing real good, and then the Ravens, I think the only reason they won was because it was against Houston. You know, Lamar didn't do that good offensively. Um, they had Zay Flowers, who did actually pretty good for his first game. Um, I'm going to take the Bengals. I think that Joe Burrow will get back on track with his uh, wide receivers. But I'm going to go against the spread here. I think it's probably going to be a one- or two-point game. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to also pick the Bengals. Uh, both offenses last week struggled. Uh, Lamar, like you said, did not play very good. He threw a pick. Only 169 yards. You know, it's more than 82 that Burrow threw, but still. Zay Flowers was the lone bright spot on that team. I don't think Mark Andrews is expected to play. He's a game-time decision. So I will go with the Bengals here because I believe they'll get back on track and they'll get it right. And they'll definitely score more than three. And I think that they will cover. I think it'll be like 24-20. But I will take my Cincinnati Bengals. All righty. Uh, the next one o'clock game, the Seattle Seahawks uh, travel to Detroit to face the Detroit Lions with the Lions a four and a half point favorite. Who do you like in this matchup? You know, Detroit really surprised me last week. Going into Arrowhead, getting the win. Granted, Chiefs didn't have Kelsey or Jones, but still, nonetheless, to go into Kansas City and beat the Chiefs. And then Seattle kind of underperformed against a Rams team that didn't have their number one guy in Cooper Cup. So, with all that being said, I'm going to take the Lions, and I'll take that spread of four and a half. I'm going to go with the Lions as well. Last season, it was last season or the season before. I think it was last season. Yeah, because it was Geno Smith. The Seahawks and the Lions were in a shootout. Uh, mm-hmm. The over-under for this game is 47 and a half. I'm taking the over on that. I expect it to be another high-scoring game. And I think that the Lions will win by about three. But I'm going with Detroit. I don't think they cover, but I think they do win. Seattle was very disappointing in that first game of the season against the Rams, like you said, without Cooper Cup. And the Lions were impressive going to Arrowhead and getting that win. So I will I will go with Detroit on this one. Mm-hmm. Next matchup, got the – L.A. Chargers traveling to Nashville to face the Tennessee Titans. Chargers are a a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Who you got in this one? Coming off a a slugfest last week against Miami, um, the Chargers offense firing on all cylinders. The ground game going great. Austin Eckler and Joshua Kelly are now, I believe it's number two and number five, respectively, for the rushing uh, leaders right now. Even with Austin Eckler questionable for Sunday's game, I'm still going to take the Dolphins. Or, sorry, not the Dolphins, the Chargers. I'm going to take the Chargers. Um, the Titans, you know, they're not real good, to be honest. They have Derrick Henry. They have D-Hop. But if you have Ryan Tannehill throw in three interceptions again this week, you're not going to pull out the win. Give me the Chargers, and I think they cover as well. I'm in agreement with you here, man. I'm taking the Chargers. I'm taking the cover. Uh, I think that they're going to come out. They're just going to, you know, be on fire like they was last week. And and how how much fun was that game that the Dolphins and the Chargers last week? 
I love a lot just, of events. Hey, I love just watching like at the the bottom of the screen where it shows like the scores and the stats for each time, and just seeing Tyree kills numbers uh, climb up against the Chargers. It was like, all right, he has eight catches, 150 yards. Oh, now he's at 215. <laughs> what happened? Yeah, uh, uh, I don't, I don't see anybody being able to cover Tyreek. Uh, you're gonna have to double him up and have somebody else beat you. And then you got Waddle on the other side, and it's just the Dolphins are ridiculous, and the Chargers have weapons of their own, and they will use them against the Titans this week. They'll win. They'll cover. I got the Chargers. Next matchup this is kind of the uh, snoozer of the one o'clock games. One of the snoozers. There's a couple. Chicago Bears go down to Tampa to face the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tampa Bay is a two and a half point favorite. Gage, who you got in this one? You know, I expected a lot more out of the Bears offense last week against the Packers, and they just once again did not show up. And the Buccaneers looked pretty solid against the Vikings last week. Baker Mayfield, I'm surprised, did as good as he did. Um, I'm going to take the Bucks on this, and I do think they cover. I agree. I don't think that the Bears looked very good last week. Uh, they were supposed to be so much improved, and people have been talking about Fields all off season, how much improved he was as a quarterback, and he just didn't show it last week. But I'm going to go ahead, and I'm going to pick the Bears in an upset Ooh, wow. over Tampa Bay. Yeah, I just think they're going to go down there and 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 beat Tampa Bay. But we'll see. I don't know. I'm just, you know, buying into the Justin Fields hype, I guess, for this week. Just this week. <laughs> <laughs> the next 1 o'clock game is another potential snoozer. Uh, it'll be a battle of two top five quarterbacks as the Indianapolis Colts travel to Houston, face the Houston Texans. Houston is a one-point favorite. Gage, who you got in this matchup? Yeah, like you said, a battle of the rookie quarterbacks. It, this one, you know, filling out the, the pick'em sheet for this week. And I wrote this one down, and I was like, I got to come back to this later because I have no idea, but I know it's going to be a snoozer. Uh, after watching last week and watching C.J. Stroud really struggle against Baltimore, and then to watch Anthony Richardson actually not play horribly. He did a lot better than I thought he would. Um, I think Anthony Richardson has more of the upside here, uh, at least for this season. Maybe not in the long term, but at least for this season. So I'm going to take the Colts. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll take the Colts on this one. I'm going to agree with you. I come on here last week, and we talked about Anthony Richardson, and I trashed him because he played against Kentucky, and I figured that scouts only watched the game before when they played Utah. But he actually did not look bad last week. I mean, he wasn't great or anything, but he didn't look bad. So, you know, like you said, I think he's got more upside than C.J. Stroud does for this season at least. Uh, So I will take the Colts uh, against Houston. I just think Houston doesn't have a whole lot. Uh, Colts have a little bit more, so uh, I'll go with the Colts in this one. The next 1 o'clock matchup could shape up to be a pretty good one. The Kansas City Chiefs travel down to Jacksonville to face the Jacksonville Jaguars. Chiefs are a three-and-a-half-point favorite. The over-under is 51. Who you got in this one? 
I saw a report today that the Chiefs are getting both Kelsey and Chris Jones back. I think that's going to make a huge difference. Um, even though the Jaguars have them playmakers all over the offensive side, they have three great wide receivers, Trevor Lawrence, a uh, great running back core. But I think with, you know, Kelsey, Chris Jones coming back, I think it's going to be close. But I'm going to take the Chiefs, and I don't think they cover the spread. I am going to go with the Chiefs as well, and I think they're going to win by a field goal. But Chris Jones is going to make his presence known. And it it didn't take very long for him to hold out after that first game now, did it? <laughs> yeah, with the nod, it was like, all right, cool. Yeah, it, he was like, he's like, I'm willing to set eight games. And they're like, uh, how about you come back now? <laughs> yeah, they're like, uh, actually, we actually do need you. Yeah, so I figured that was coming, and it did, and I think he'll make an impact, and I think Mahomes and them will get back on the winning track. Like you said, Kelsey's coming back. I just think it'll be too much for Jacksonville, but I think Jacksonville will hang with them for a little while, and it'll be entertaining, but I'll go with the Chiefs. The next matchup, 405 game out west, San Francisco 49ers travel to L.A. to face the L.A. Rams. The Niners are a seven-point favorite. Gage, I know you've seen the Niners up close and personal. Who are you liking this one? Yeah, after watching the, the Niners last week just mutilate Pittsburgh, I didn't realize, like, I knew they had a few studs on the team, but I didn't realize how many they had in all phases, offense, defense, special teams. That team is so well-rounded, I wouldn't be surprised if they only lose maybe one or two, maybe three games this year. I'm going to take the 49ers, and I think that they cover. I think it will probably be like a 10 or 11-point win. I'm in agreement with you here on that, too, all the way. I've got the Niners beating the Rams and a cover. Like I said, the 49ers, they have one of the best rosters from top to bottom in the NFL. And like I said, you, you saw that firsthand last week, and you can attest to that. Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> unfortunately. Uh, so the next game is, uh, you know, who knows on this game right here. It looks like a snoozer compared, you know, if you look at last week's scores and then this game here, 405, the New York Giants head out west to face the Arizona Cardinals. The Giants are a four-and-a-half-point favorite. Are you liking this matchup? Uh, you know, with the Giants getting blown out 40 to nothing last week, it made me feel better as a Steelers fan. And especially that yeah. on uh, national television, I was like, all right, you know, maybe we're not the worst right now. Oh. Hey, we scored at least. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Well, it also makes me wonder if the Giants were just maybe a one-year miracle or if, you know, they just weren't on the same page. I don't really know what was wrong last week to make them lose that big. Um, that being said, for the Cardinals side, Josh Dobbs is still the quarterback, and James Conner is questionable. I think the Giants are going to go out there, and they're just going to lay a whooping on the Cardinals. So give me the Giants and definitely cover. Uh, man, I'm in agreement with you again here. I just think that the Giants are going to come out. They're going to, you know, have a fire under them after last week's beatdown, embarrassment at home. 
and I think that they will beat the Cardinals. I think they'll cover the four and a half. Like you said, Josh Dobbs is still the quarterback in Arizona. Arizona played tough last week, but I don't think that they're going to continue that all season long to where they can hang with teams. I'll take the Giants in that one. The next four four twenty five game, the Washington Commanders go out to face the Denver Broncos. The Denver Broncos are a three and a half point favorite. Who you like in this matchup, Gage? Yeah, you know, I was pleasantly surprised last week for both teams, um, defensive wise, how good both defenses actually did. Offensive wise, neither one really showed out. I guess you could say. Um, but still, like we talked about last week, the Broncos got Sean Payton. He's still working with this team to try and make them a cohesive unit. So being a believer in Sean Payton, I'm going to take them to beat the Commanders, but I don't think they cover the spread. And um, once again, I'm in agreement with you here. I think the Broncos will win this game, and I think it's going to be like a three-point game. They're not going to cover – the over-under is 39. I don't think they're even going to get the over on that. I'm taking the under. Oh, uh, the, yeah. The Broncos last week, it was what – was, what was the score last week? It was a one-point game, I think. I think it was like 16-16 or something like that. Yeah, I believe it was. The Raiders beat them. But uh, I will take Denver in this one. I don't think that they're going to get it going like Sean Payton's going to have them eventually going. I think that'll take time, but I think that they will beat the Commanders this weekend, and I'll say by three. The primetime four o'clock game is the New York Jets will go down to Dallas to face the Dallas Cowboys. The Dallas Cowboys are eight-and-a-half-point favorites. Gage, who do you like in this one? Well, it's very easy to know that when the NFL schedule makers were making the schedule, they did not see Aaron Rodgers tearing his Achilles, what, four plays into the game in the first week. Uh, I think the Jets season has officially ended. I think you can just say, you know what? They're eliminated from playoffs. Might as well just fast forward next season and start all over again. Because Zach Wilson is... Not good. Um, he's lucky that they even won last week, but that was all due to defense. So that being said, I'm going to take the Cowboys. And I even wrote in my notes here, I wrote Cowboys by at least 14. So mm-hmm. I think they definitely cover that spread. I am going to go with you on the Cowboys. I think the Cowboys will beat the Jets. I don't think they will cover, actually. Mm. And I'll tell you why. I think the Jets' defense will keep it close because the Dallas offense did not look very good last week. You know, the defense got a lot of their scores. You know, it was like 26 nothing. A lot of that was defense. Yeah. Dak didn't play very well. Uh, but I think that – I think the Cowboys will win. Like you said, who would have ever foreseen the Jets' four plays into the season be without Aaron Rodgers? Yeah. Zach Wilson. The Jets do have Brees Hall. Last year, when Zach Wilson had Brees Hall, they were pretty good. He tears his ACL, and the Jets go on a six-game losing streak, miss out on the playoffs. I think that this crushes the Jets' offensive you know, morale for a little while, but the defense, I think, will step up. Cowboys win. Cowboys don't cover. Um, 
in our Super Bowl picks last week, you you picked the Jets Seahawks. Yeah, not anymore. Uh, <laughs> one week, one week, and that's done. Yeah, that's <laughs> gone on both sides of the ball. <laughs> uh, totally understandable. Uh, you know, <laughs> oh man, that's like I said, I didn't even see the Rodgers play. I was, you know, doing something else, and then I turned on the game like a little bit into the first quarter. And Zach Wilson's out there quarterback, and I'm like, wait, what? Hold on, what's what happened? I thought Aaron Rodgers was here. What happened? And then I find out, and I was like, oh man, I you just feel bad for the Jets fans, you know? Oh yeah, they had they so were hyped all year. Yeah, so much excitement going into the beginning of the year, and then for four plays in to have your season basically crushed, I think that just seems like that's the life of the Jets fan right there, just to get crushed every year. Yeah, I mean, you know, all they needed was a quarterback, and they they got a Hall of Famer, and it just taken away from them like so cruel, man, <laughs> so <laughs> cruel. The Sunday night game, the Miami Dolphins travel to Foxborough to face the New England Patriots. Miami is just a three point favorite. Who do you like in this matchup, Gage? This one I think is going to be a sneakily good. Uh, game. You know, the Dolphins have a super high-powered offense. They proved that this week against the Chargers, but they also proved that, you know, maybe their defense isn't exactly the best. Meanwhile, on the other side, the Patriots, they proved against Philly that they actually had a pretty good defense for what they were going up against, and their offense just couldn't seem to get going. So, after weighing those variables, and thinking about it, I thought about this one. This one was probably the longest it took for me to pick. Going to take the fins on it. Um, and I forget what you said the spread was, but I don't think they cover. I'm, I it's, think uh, three, it's three points, Miami. Three points. Yeah, I think yeah. hmm, it'll probably, I'm going to say probably a two-point game, so I'm going to say they don't cover the spread. I am going to say that Miami will go up there. They'll win this game. Uh, New England will keep it close. Miami will end up winning by a touchdown because you just – I mean, I don't see how they're going to stop that offense. Mm-hmm. And with New England not being able to muster up enough offense to keep up, uh, and like you said, their defense is decent, but Miami's defense isn't that great. But New England doesn't have the offense to score a whole lot of points. I'll take Miami. And I'll take I'll the they're gonna cover. Okay. Monday night, doubleheader, seven fifteen. The New Orleans Saints travel to Carolina to face the Carolina Panthers. New Orleans is a three point favorite. Why on earth they put this on Monday night football, I have no idea. But it's there and we're gonna pick it. So Gage, who do you like in this matchup? I think this game's going to be just awful. I just call it how I see it. I think the Saints are going to go into this game and just fire on all cylinders. I don't think the Panthers stand a chance. Bryce Young looked horrible last week. And Derek Carr with his new team, they actually looked really good. They got three really healthy, good receivers with Olave, Thomas, and Shahid. And I just don't think that the Panthers will be able to stop them. And I think they cover the spread by a lot. 
I'm going to agree with you here. I'm going to say that the Saints will win this game. I think they will cover. Uh, like you said, the the Saints didn't score a lot of points last week, but Carr put up like 300 and some yards passing. He threw a touchdown in the pick. He's got a lave. Uh, Carolina's got Bryce Young. He hasn't proven anything yet. Uh, he's got Miles Sanders, uh, Adam Thielen, you know, stars of three years ago. But uh, I will say that the Saints will win and uh, the Saints will cover for that Monday night football game. I don't think the ratings will be that high for that one, if you, you know, to no, be honest. I think people will be getting ready for the other one. And which brings us to the other one, the finale of week two, eight fifteen, Monday Night Football. The Cleveland Browns travel to Pittsburgh to face the Pittsburgh Steelers. Cleveland Browns are a two-and-a-half-point favorite, Gage. I got a feeling I know who you like in this one. But who do you like in this one? I feel like I'm going to surprise you a little bit. So <laughs> I'm going to go – I'm going to the game. They're having like a watch party outside the stadium uh, just, you know, for some fun. Um, I really hope the Steelers win. I do. But after watching the Browns beat down on the Bengals last week, and the 49ers beat down to the Steelers. I don't like the odds. I'm going to take the Browns, and I think that they covered the two and a half points. I'm surprised it's only two and a half points after watching both teams last week, but I think they covered. Man, uh, you know, it, it feels bad saying that too, doesn't it? Like picking against your team like that? Yeah, I, uh, man. And it, it hurt my. Uh, when I was writing this out, because I was like, man, I can't tell you the last time we lost to the Browns in regular season. So I was like, man, that just really hurts. Yeah, man, I, I you know, I had to do the same thing last week, you know, because I said Bengals will start off slow. I didn't think they would start that slow, <laughs> but I figured they would start slow, and of course they did. And then after, you know, Pittsburgh showing against the 49ers last week, I have to roll with the Browns on this one too. I think the Browns will cover. I don't think this will be too close. I mean, it will – I think maybe 7-10. to 10. It'll be a lot more competitive than the other Monday night football game because these two teams are familiar. I think Pittsburgh will put up a better fight against Cleveland than they will against the 49ers. But I will take Cleveland in this one, and I think they cover. And I'm – going against the Steelers on this one strictly for the offensive play calling. Um, last week, they went, I believe it was 10 rushing plays uh, compared to 51 passes. And that's just not a healthy offense. And, you know, with their offensive coordinator in there that should have been fired last season, uh, I don't think that there's any chance that the Steelers win after the shelling from both teams last week. How do you feel about Kenny Pickett? You know, I was very high on him when he came out of Pitt. Um, there were a lot of people in the draft. The Pittsburgh fan base was really split on who they wanted uh, them to take at quarterback, whether it was uh, Malik Willis or Kenny Pickett. I was glad they took Kenny. I think Kenny's the better quarterback. But yes. I, I think he's in the wrong system and has the wrong coaching right now. I think even if they got rid of their offensive coordinator, Matt Canada, and just got someone new, I think you would see a tremendous change in the Steelers' offense. I'm still a big fan, 
and I'm going to give him time, but there's going to come a point where it's like, okay, you've got to do something, whether it's with the coaching staff or with the players. Yeah, and for once, you know, uh, Pittsburgh probably has the, and no offense to him yet, but the worst quarterback in the division for the first time in a in a while. Oh, yeah. Because for a long time, they had the best. Yeah, it was a, but, it was a good 18-year run with that. Yeah. Well, uh, Gage, you got anything else you want to discuss on here? I think we covered it all. Um, looking forward to watching this week. I think there's a lot better games than what there was last week. Um, just looking forward for to another weekend of football. It's the best time of the year, in my opinion. Oh, it is! It is the best time of year, and we're getting we're starting to get real deep into it. And you know, with football on Saturdays and Sundays and Mondays and Thursdays, it's, it is the best time of the year for sure. Uh, if there was one game that you are excited to watch this week, aside from your Pittsburgh game, what game would that be? Mm, wow, probably the Chiefs and the Jaguars, just because <laughs> of how good offenses can be. I think you know you had the incredible one-handed touchdown catch last week from the Jaguars. I think you're going to see some more of those plays this week. That you took you took the game I was going to pick right out of my mouth, but I will go a different route then because you stole that one from me. <laughs> I will go with the Seattle Seahawks and the Detroit Lions just because of the matchup last year. Mm-hmm. I think that that'll be a high-scoring shootout game, and it'll be fun to watch. So that's the one that I'm most excited for. And I think another, you know, solid matchup may not be high scoring, but it's with your team, the Bengals Ravens, just because of being division rivals, you know, those games are always hard hitting and they're always fun to watch for the most part. So I think that's going to be another good one to watch out for. Yeah, I'm going to be nervous on that game. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to be too excited because, you know, I don't want my team to start 0-2 and 0-2 in the division, and you'll be the same way, you know, with your team uh, if they would lose. Well, no, they wouldn't be 0-2 in the division, sorry. They'd just be 0-2 starting out. But It's very uh, scary to think that, you know, if all this works out the way we said, that after Monday night the Cleveland Browns could be first in the AFC North. Yeah, yeah. that. Uh, but, I mean – you got to give it to them. They were very impressive the other day. Uh, we'll have to see how they come out on Monday, but they could be top of the division after the first two weeks of the season, and uh, I I didn't see that coming. No, not at all. <laughs> all right, man. Well, I appreciate you taking the time to come on here and pick these games for this week. We'll see how we do this week, and we'll roll back here next week and check out week three. What do you say? It sounds good to me. We'll talk then. All right, man. Have a good one, and we'll see you on the next one. All right, later. 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 My thanks once again to Gage Burdovich for coming on to make our Week 2 NFL picks. Stay tuned next week as we will come back with our Week 3 picks, and we'll see how we did for Week 2. So far, we are both over 500 in our picks, so we'll see if we can keep that up. Thank you all for tuning in. This is Yelling from the Couch, and we'll see you the next one. Yay!